Science may give you headaches, but process development and scale up should not. Welcome to this special episode of the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast. We are celebrating a milestone this week. It's our three-month anniversary, and to show my gratitude for your support and to mark this occasion, I've decided to do a few solo episodes as a bonus. In today's episode, I'll be guiding you through the nine critical steps for a seamless transition to large-scale production. So you are in for a treat. Whether you're a budding scientist or a seasoned expert, these insights will help you navigate the complex world of biotech scale-up. So let's dive right in and start our journey towards mastering tech transfer. Are you juggling the complexities of CMC development while trying to enjoy the beauty of biotech? Have you ever wondered if there's a way to simplify bioprocessing? Welcome to the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast, where we're diving headfirst into the very challenges you face. We're breaking it down, demystifying the jargon, and giving you the keys to unlock your full potential. I'm your host, David Brohlman, and I get it. With 15 plus years in the biotech industry, I face the same challenges you do. There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can remove complexity, you can skip trials and errors, deliver without delay your groundbreaking therapy to clinics at market, and still enjoy every single step. Do you want to learn how industry experts and I did it? Grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook and pen. Now is the time to take your bioprocessing game to the next level. Let's smarten up biotech. Fellow scientists, I want to take you back to a time when I was just like many of you preparing for a technology transfer into a large-scale manufacturing facility. I was a bit scared, filled with doubt, and overwhelmed by the immense challenges ahead. I wondered, will I be able to pull it off? Because our boss told us, you'll have the pleasure to do a quick and straightforward technology transfer. A piece of cake, he said. We already produced clinical batches years ago, so what could possibly go wrong? Little did we know, this journey would be everything but a piece of cake. As I stood there, armed with the confidence of past successes, I gazed at the process before me. It was supposed to be a smooth ride, but the technology and the quality and the regulatory requirements have much advanced over the years. The once believed to be a robust process now looked like a fragile house of cards, ready to crumble at the slightest breeze. And time was not on our side. We couldn't afford to go back to the lab and mend the broken pieces. So there we were, thrust into a whirlwind of chaos, an uncomfortable situation that felt like a tightrope walk without a safety net. And I must say, desperation and determination intertwined as we attempted to patch the things up 
on the large scale facility, all the while hoping for the best. And it was a risky gamble, a far cry from the ideal way to conduct the tech transfer. I learned the hard way what you should not do. And as you may know, tech transfers are tricky and they have the potential to overwhelm even the most experienced experts at leaders. And by the way, this is the reason we're doing this podcast, because I want to help you master bio process development and scale up. What most biotech scientists get wrong is that process development is incredibly complex and daunting. And if you're working in a startup company and you're deep down into managing your clinical studies, you may be tempted to put off process development and scale up until later, thinking it is a nice to have. But scale up is not an afterthought. If you put it off, it will greatly increase your risk to encounter major issues, as we have faced. And these issues will delay your project. And it will cost you money, and it could even lead to a complete project failure. So I believe science may give you headaches, but process development and scale-up should not. So let's get ready to rewrite your tech transfer narrative. In this episode, I will give you what I believe are the nine critical steps that can serve as your lifeline in the tech transfer tornado. Wouldn't that be nice to not just survive tech transfers, but to thrive? What if we could get rid of the project management chaos? All right, let's start with the nine critical steps. And I have divided them into three major phases. Phase number one is the discern phase. The goal is to move from limited process understanding to having an assessment of the strength and weaknesses. The first step of the discern phase is mapping the process. You may be unsure if your process is scalable. We're now going to map the entire process to recognize the strength and gaps. In this step, we aim to gain a comprehensive understanding of your process. We want to identify its limitations, its strength, and any obvious gaps that might hinder the scale-up. Here's what we'll focus on. We want to look at the strength of your process. So what are the aspects of your process that are working well and can be leveraged during the scale-up? We want to identify obvious gaps. So what are the clear weaknesses or challenges in your process that needs to be addressed? We're also going to be looking at minimal scale-up requirements. So what are the essential criteria for successful scaling up your process? Are there any major roadblocks? What potential obstacles or roadblocks do you foresee in the scaling process? We're going to be looking at the raw material supply. For instance, do you have a secure and consistent supply of raw materials needed for production? And what about process-related impurities? Are there any impurities or byproducts generated during your process that need to be controlled? Phase number two is assess the molecule. What's your knowledge about your molecule? 
In this step, we are moving from limited physical, chemical, and biopharmaceutical knowledge to know if the molecule is fit for purpose. So we shift our focus to the molecule itself. We need to answer four critical questions. Number one, is the molecule stable? Would the stability be compromised during scale-up? Number two, is your molecule efficacious? Number three, is your molecule safe? And finally, number four, is your molecule manufacturable? Can your molecule be reliably manufactured at the desired scale without compromising quality? These are essential questions you need to answer as early as possible. And finally, the third step of this first phase is the evaluation of your in-house experience. What experience can you find in-house? And what experience can you readily rely on? Like in the first step, we're mapping it to know what we have and where to find it. We want to assess the knowledge and skills available within your organization. So here is what we'll cover in this step. We're going to be looking at the expertise that's readily available within the team. So what expertise do your team members bring to the table that can be immediately utilized for scaling? Number two, what is the available expertise in-house? Are there experts in other departments, sections, or sites within your organization that you can tap into for support? Number three, what is the expertise needed and not available? So identify any critical expertise that is lacking but required for a successful scale-up. And finally, number four, the availability of R&D, tech transfer, and manufacturing staff. Do you have the necessary research and development, technology transfer, and manufacturing personnel available when needed? So that's a wrap for phase number one, the discern phase. By completing these three essential steps, we have gained a comprehensive understanding of the strength and weaknesses of your process, the molecule, and the expertise available within your organization. This foundation of knowledge will set the stage for confident and successful scale-up in the subsequent phases of these nine steps. All right, are you guys ready for the phase number two? Phase number two is the define phase. Our goal is now to move from having doubts about what must be improved to a clear picture of the production process fit for commercial supply. We're going to define and shape our path forward, leaving behind any doubts about what needs improvement. So we're going to be looking at what are the goals? Where do we want to go? Because now we know where we're at and we have to know what will be the end goal. We need to define objectives very early on. Let's look at step number four. Identify the scalable process. Are you wondering what you need to improve to succeed in scale-up? Do you need to solve all weaknesses? Well, in this step, we are addressing your doubts on what must be improved. At the end of this step, we want to know how the robust 
cost-efficient and automated process looks like at scale. So what we're going to do is to identify what's required to create a scalable process that is not just robust, but also cost-efficient and automated. We're going to be exploring several aspects. We're going to be looking at what are suitable technological options for the large-scale production. So what technologies can you leverage to ensure a smooth production process at the larger scale? We're going to be looking at the critical quality attributes. What are the key quality attributes that must be maintained during the scale-up? We're also going to be looking at the IPC, so your in-process controls. How can you implement controls at various stages of the process to ensure consistency and quality? Again, at this stage, we're going to be looking at the availability of raw materials. Do you have a secure and reliable supply of raw materials for the large-scale production? That's a different question. It may be sure for the small scale, but will you have enough raw materials for your large-scale process? We're going to be looking at workflow optimization solutions. So, for instance, how can you make the workflow more efficient how can you minimize waste and maximize efficiency? Depending on the resources you have in your company, you can already look at certain automation solutions. They can be complex, but they can also be very simple. So the question you want to be asking is, what automation options can simplify and streamline your production processes? And finally, we're going to be looking at the required unit operations for the future batch record creation. So what unit operations must be documented for future batch records? Now the fifth step is scout technology. Maybe well be possible that you lack certain solutions. You may not have the right equipment or the technology available, and that's fine. That's can especially be the case if you are working in a smaller company. So we are now ready to identify suitable options to improve the process and your molecule to bridge the remaining gaps. So in this step, we'll bridge any remaining gaps by scouting technology and solutions. So we're going to be looking in particular at four things. First of all, at suitable technical options to bridge the gaps. So what technologies or solutions are available to fill the voids in your process? We're going to be looking at the minimal viable process. So what is this minimal set of parameters or way of producing your drug needed to achieve the desired outcome? We're going to be looking at internal production capacities. So do you have the in-house capacity to implement the required changes and improvements? Or do you need an external partner like a CDMO. And then finally, we're going to be looking at the analytical expertise and capabilities. What analytical methods and expertise are needed to support the proposed changes? And will you need to have an external service provider to run certain tests? And now the last step of the defined phase is about risks. Every good plan has risks, and that's fine. Every good text transfer plan will have risks. But what we're going to do now is to make a plan, a simple plan, to mitigate your risks. Let's face it, doing scale-ups is risky. Hence, we want to manage the risks as much as we can. 
We do this by moving from being unaware of potential roadblocks to creating an action plan, preventing failure. So let's focus on the risk mitigation. We're going to be looking at potential risk. What are the potential roadblocks or challenges that could derail your scale-up efforts? We're going to be looking at the gravity. How severe are these risks and what is their potential impact? You want to identify the likelihood. So how likely are these risks to occur during the scale-up process? And finally, we want to define risk mitigation actions. So one question you can ask is what specific actions can be taken to minimize or eliminate these risks? So that's it for phase number two. The defined phase gives us a clear picture of the desired future state. We now know how the large-scale process should look. We have identified the necessary technology and analytical methods, and we are well aware of the major risks that may come our way. Armed with this knowledge, we are ready to move on to the last phase of this nine-step process where we'll strategize and plan for a successful scale-up. Hey, smart biotech scientists, that's all for today's episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I really want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on these steps to a seamless transition to large-scale production? Do you have any personal experiences or insights to share? Your feedback is invaluable to us, so please send a message because I look forward to hearing from you. We are continuing our journey on Thursday, so that's when we're going to look at the final steps to a seamless transition to large-scale production. Until then, take care and see you on Thursday. All right, smart scientists. That's all for today on the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast. Thank you for tuning in and joining us on your journey to bioprocess mastery. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. By doing so, we can empower more scientists like you. For additional bioprocessing tips, visit us at smartbiotechscientist.com. Stay tuned for more inspiring biotech insights in our next episode. Until then, let's continue to smarten up biotech.